0: One of the most powerful financial tools ever created is the Roth IRA. So in today's podcast, we're going to talk about the Roth IRA and how you might be able to utilize it in your financial plan.
1: We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Param. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with CloudVestor. Untangling Your Finances. Welcome once again to the very informational and entertaining at times podcast. Oh, all the time podcast. The time. It's your finances untangled with Mo Param of Cloud Vesters. Cloud Vesters a fiduciary firm that is of the. Uh, I, I, I like maybe it's a hybrid model because you you have blended the convenience and the ease of virtual planning, but with the human touch. I like right. it, and it's all about your financial life and all the stages of your financial life. Mo Param is here uh, with great financial information as always. And class, uh, comp, settle down, settle down, take your seats. We've got a, um, our teacher today is Mr. Moise Param, and he's going to be talking Roth IRA. Class, say hello to Mr. Param. Hello, 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 guys. Hello, Mr. Param. (laughs) 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 You're the teacher today. Uh, Where's my apple? (laughs) (laughs) It's coming. It's coming. (laughs) Uh, Roth IRA. Everything you could possibly want to know that we can get in this 30-minute podcast. Mo's going to cover it. Let's start out with what is a Roth IRA? Oh, God, Um, that's good.
0: Good question. So uh, a Roth IRA, uh, it's a retirement account. It's a retirement plan that allows you to put after-tax money into into an account. And these dollars you invested, it grows tax-deferred, meaning you're not paying any taxes as it's, uh, as it's growing. But then when you take these distributions out, and I, I would put an asterisk and just say this is a retirement account, so I would primarily use this as a retirement account. So when you retire, you're able to pull and withdraw the entire account Uh, Mm tax-free. And so that is what a Roth IRA is. It's a way for you to build tax-free income for retirement. So,
1: all right, well, let's, all right, let's, I'll keep everything in order here. I get ahead of myself sometimes. So (laughs) you, there, there, there's some caveats here as far as the growth portion, the earnings, it's a five-year wait on that first, right?
0: Yes. Yeah, so the earnings, uh, you have to wait at least five years from the time you contributed to your Roth IRA. Um, after that, after the five, after the five years, you're able to take your earnings out without penalties and taxes. However, that is you have to be 55 years, 59 and a half years old or older mm-hmm. to avoid the taxes uh, penalties. And there's some there's some um, situations where you can take access, you can have access to it prior. Uh, to fifty being fifty nine and a half, but that's usually uh, for anyone who's doing like a first time home purchase or uh, if you're disabled, if you're under fifty nine and a half um, uh, for qualified education expenses. but for the most part, um, your contributions, you are you have access to them without any taxes or penalties, but any of your uh, any of your gains, any of your excess,
1: um, you have you should typically wait till fifty nine and a half or or after. And you really—if I ask the question, why should you look at Roth now? You really don't need to be Nostradamus to to be able to answer that, uh, because um, if, if you're, it's now or later on taxes. So this is a later on taxes to the benefit. And I I don't know that, I don't know how you could not think tax rates will will go up eventually. So that's why you should look at. It. Is that right? that's that's ultimately the the reason why you want to
0: look at the, at a Roth IRA ultimately it's it's for the taxes right yeah like you said you're you're not going to avoid taxes you're not uh, we're not talking tax avoidance or want our clients to to have a tax avoidance plan the question is do you, when do you want to pay the taxes and can you play the tax game and in, in, in the sense of you paying the lowest tax rate so historically, we're in a low-tax environment right now. I mean, the high federal, highest federal tax rate uh, historically has been over 90%. Mm-hmm. Now, there weren't many people making enough income to qualify for that 90% t- uh, federal tax rate, but it has existed, um, even as high as 70%, right? So right now, historically, we're- Who are those few tax.
1: people paying 90-some percent? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had- I've heard this story uh, from several people that- Ronald Reagan, when he was an actor, would only do like a couple of movies a year because because of the tax rates back then. This was the 50s; they were high in, during the Eisenhower administration too. That I don't know the accuracy. I've heard this though from several people that he stopped doing movies in a given year because anything else would have been just a wash because of the current the tax rates. I
0: don't. I haven't heard that about Ronald Reagan, but I. But it doesn't. It wouldn't surprise me because I've heard that about a lot of entertainers back uh-huh. in those days on one of the reasons why one of the reasons right that some of them went went broke or didn't have much money is because they were just taxed at the wazoo yeah right they were just really severely and heavily taxed so uh let's see what, what year were you born 62 1962 we're gonna do this on the fly okay so let's see 1962 This is this is. And don't quote me on that Reagan
1: story because it's I've I've only heard people (laughs) tell it. I I quote you in the nineteen sixty two. Oh, you can quote me on the sixty two. That's (laughs) that's for real. (laughs) I'm not crazy about it, but hey, I'm.
0: All right, here we go. Nineteen sixty two. Okay. So if you were single, and made four hundred thousand dollars. Uh huh.
1: You paid 91 percent wow in 62 and even and up he to Income then. over four hundred thousand man now what does four hundred thousand now I that's not that much I mean, you, obviously you gotta what does it equate to in today's dollar right. but still though uh right. that's high that's and high another, and it
0: started at 20 so if you made if you made uh zero well zero to three thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars right uh, you paid twenty percent. OK, started started at 20, started started at 20 at 20. And then if you look at Man. The, the and this is just the federal, right, uh, depending on what state you live in, state tax can be different. But it started at 20. And then what you what you will see is that there are multiple, multiple tax uh, tax brackets. So the next one was from four thousand basically to call it seven thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. Twenty-two percent. Mm-hmm. Then the next four thousand was twenty-six percent. The next four thousand thirty percent. The next four thousand thirty-four percent. So there were so many different tax brackets, man. Uh, so all <laughs> we, until you got up to four hundred thousand, where you're paying ninety-one percent.
1: And I, I found that again. I don't know how credible this is, but since I brought up that Ronald Reagan thing, <laughs> did Ronald? It uh, said to do what. At his Hollywood height, actor Ronnie Reagan was making 400000 per picture. With a top federal tax rate over 90%, Reagan used to tell his White House chief of staff, Donald Reagan, that he always chose to loaf around rather than make more than two pictures a year. Why should I have done a third picture, even if it was gone with the wind, Reagan remembers. Uh, Reagan, uh, Reagan remembers Reagan asking, what good would it have done me? So that was, uh, you know, I... I I mean, it's right in line, especially with what you said in '62 for four hundred thousand. It was yeah. right at ninety percent. So, I don't so know. I was born.
0: I was born in '81. So, <laughs> the top federal, the top bracket was seventy uh, percent. But for a single, that was lowered to anything above two hundred and fifteen
1: thousand. In '81, it was still up to seventy percent for top, and and you just said it. The top now is thirty seven percent. But how I know that that these current tax rates sunset at the end of twenty twenty five, I believe. Right. 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 <clears throat> so. Um, so you, you put that into a
0: pot, and you see that historically we're in a low tax environment. Mm-hmm. Then you put into the spending as a government that has been done recently. I just don't know many people who think that tax rates are going down in the future. Right. So, in one aspect, if I were to be able to pay the taxes at a rate that I know, that I know of, like right now, pay the taxes now, put. Uh, and invest in a vehicle that now I know that all the taxes that I've paid, I've paid upfront with my contributions and whatever this account grows to, because we don't know what it's going to grow to, but whatever it grows to everything in that account is now tax-free versus putting it into like a 401k or an IRA where we're taking the tax deductions today.
1: And you don't know what the rate will be when you take it out of that. And we don't know what it's going to be, you know, uh,
0: some some say, well, you know, I'm retired, right? So I'll be, let's just call it, 65 years old. Uh, I won't I'll, I won't have any earned income, and I work, and my spouse isn't working. So, you know, I'll, I'll I'll definitely be in a lower tax environment. Well, who knows, right? Maybe you will. But what happens is you lose certain things, right? You lose uh, certain deductions, right? If you're 65 years old, most of our clients' our homes are paid for, so you lose that deduction. Um, your true. Uh, hopefully, your kids are out of the house, or <laughs> they're old enough, right? So you don't get, uh, you don't get the. You can't claim them. You can't. You can't claim your grandkids. Uh, if you had your own business, right? All those business expenses, or you know, uh, the cost of running and operating your business. Yeah. well that's gone because you sold your business. Mm-hmm. And then if you if you did a really good job saving, right? Well, you've saved a lot of money into these tax deferred vehicles. But all of the distribution is going to be taxable. So even if, you don't have, even if you don't have any earned income, right, you may just be distributing whether it's because you need it for income or you'll be forced to with the RMDs um, to take distributions out. You might be in uh, a higher tax bracket without, without having any earned income. Wow. Well, so here's you, a question mark on, whether, on yeah. what, the, what the tax rates are going to be when you retire. We don't know. We don't know, but we do know what the tax rates are today,
1: which is a really good answer to the question of why should you look at Roth now? It's not saying do it. Just give it a good look over. I mean, it's something to consider. And it may be, um, is it smart to do, let's say you're still working. And so is it smart to do like a 50, 50 traditional 401k Roth 401k blend? I know we're talking Roth IRA now, right? But is it a uh, smart either way? The way you look at it, smart to do a blend, a little bit of traditional, a little bit of Roth.
0: It, it could—that's a good way to to hedge, right? That's a good way yeah. to hedge against taxes. So we have a lot of clients that, um, if they have if they if they're lucky enough to have a Roth option in their four hundred one k's, for instance, then their their contributions are going into the Roth. I'm not saying this is it. This isn't everybody's, but. Um, some of them are they're putting their contributions into the Roth. Their, their employer matches has to go pre-tax. Mm-hmm. So they're leveraging it um, by the company matches just going into pre-tax because it has to go pre-tax. But then their contributions is going into the Roth
1: we got a lot uh, some more to cover with Roth and how you can use your Roth and certainly I think as you said earlier Mo you should certainly look at it as a retirement uh, vehicle and tool but there are some other things you can do with Roth, and we'll take a look at that. And I do want to—I don't. Since I was reading straight from that website, l- let me just better safe than sorry. It was from too much dot uh, From a quick Google search, the t- the article in, on that site was the tax that turned Ronald Reagan right. Just trying to make sure because I was reading kind of verbatim from that. <laughs> all, right, all right, there's <laughs> better safe than sorry, though, right? That's true. Yeah, true. absolutely. Yes. Yes. Well, coming up, (laughs) more on the Roth IRA. Going to quiz Mo on some other ways you can use Roth. What can you do with the Roth IRA? We'll find out when we continue with your finances. Untangled. Can you enjoy the best of both worlds in your financial planning—the convenience of a virtual relationship with your advisor, but also maintaining the human touch? That's Cloud Vesters. That's CloudVesters.com. That's a relationship you can trust. At Cloud Vestors, you get a personal relationship with one of the team advisors who will help you build a robust investment strategy. It's all about specific, customized planning for your unique situation and for wherever you are in life, whether you're just starting out or getting close to retirement. Holistic financial planning in all areas, including taxes, estate planning, insurance, cash flow, and budgeting. They even offer customized personal websites for clients, The technology of today while still maintaining that human touch. That's Cloudvestors. That's Cloudvestors.com. We're back with your finances untangled with mo Param of Cloud Vesters. I do encourage you to visit that website cloudvesters.com and uh, mo I, I, I know we've talked about this before but for regular listeners of the podcast or uh, the podcast or someone who's just stumbled upon it, if they'd like to learn more and reach out to one of you there and and they are humans, what's the process there Just go to contact and start it.
0: Yeah, go to contact and and uh, and put your put your information in like your name, email address, phone number, and one of our team members will reach out to you, and they'll ask questions about you know what what brought you to the you know what what are you looking for, what are some of the concerns that you that you're experiencing experiencing right now, so that way we can team you up with the right advisor. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the, one of the best ways to reach out to us.
1: CloudVestors is a fiduciary firm. It is a human you work with, but they it was born out of the need uh, to maintain that client relationship from their brick and mortar, more traditional uh, firm for clients who move away. And so I think it was a great model that was born from that cloudvestors.com And you can find out more because they're helping many people in all stages of their financial lives with the right strategies for them. Is Roth IRA right for you? That's what we're looking at. And um, we've already talked a lot about Roth IRA, but I know, and and I know you kind of positioned it as something to really look at as a retirement vehicle, and it's a good, good, strong retirement vehicle too. What other ways can you use a Roth IRA?
0: Yeah, well, uh, you know, one way that you can use it for education. So uh, we do have some clients that want to plan for their kids' education, but they want to – the traditional way that most people will save for their child's education is using like a 529 plan, which are uh, retirement – not retirement accounts, sorry – education accounts that you uh, invest in. And as long as you use the account for qualified uh, education costs, uh, the the account – is tax free as far as the the growth is concerned, but what happens if your kid doesn't go to college, right? right? Or 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 he has full scholarships and uh, or goes to a community college or less expensive college, whatever it is, right? But you don't have to literally utilize that entire account. Well, you can use a Roth IRA in some aspects because remember you can use you can take your contributions out tax free and penalty free. So we have some clients that are using their Roth IRAs as a another hedge, right? Another hedge for their kids' educations, because if their kid goes to school um, with the 529, with you know just regular cash flow at with scholarships, but also the back pocket, they have access to their contributions to the Roth IRA that they can use um,
1: for education educational purposes for the kids. And okay, so couple, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really does. It really does. And because not everybody lives that perfect cookie cutter life. I and mean, it's great that it's things like this available for those. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah. everybody lives the perfect, you know, you get from point A to point B this way kind of life. I like that there are other options for people. You can gift, you can, what's a spousal Roth IRA.
0: So a spousal Roth IRA so you have to have earned income to contribute to an IRA, uh, whether it's traditional or Roth. So meaning that you have to basically have wages, whether you're self-employed, um, a salaried employee, whatever it is, you just have to have earned income to contribute to an IRA. Well, a spousal IRA, if your spouse is not working, not generating it, well, just generated income, right? Uh, they can utilize and, and, and hop on your your status as being a wage earner, and you can open up a, a, an account for them. So, if my wife wasn't uh, was a was a homemaker, stay at home mother, didn't have any earned income, but I do, I can open up a Roth IRA for her. Assuming that you know my income fits the same uh, the income limits, I can open up a Roth IRA for her. And now, what she's doing is she's utilizing my work status
1: to open up an account. Okay. Well, much like you can do for your kids then.
0: Yeah. What most people don't know is you can open up a Roth IRA for kids. You don't have to be an adult to have a Roth IRA. So we have, you have to have, again, earned income. So we have some clients that own their own businesses and they have their kids on payroll. I mean, even as young as like three years old, you know, they're on payroll.
1: You were telling me that I'm trying to think just how much that is going to grow. Oh my gosh. Over yeah. their life, yeah. I mean, you think about it. if you if you started at three and you and you
0: were to fund the, the max six grand, child is thirty years old, right? So that's twenty seven years of six thousand compounding over time. I mean, that's huge,
1: man. That's good stuff.
0: Yeah. that's that's the gift that keeps on giving. That's right the there. gift that keeps on giving. So you don't have to be self employed. You don't have to put your kids on payroll. I mean, we have. You know, you know, you have kids that are working at uh, fast food restaurants, working at car washes. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. And, and they have earned income, and but it's you don't earned. know what to do with it. Right. So you can open up a Roth nice. IRA for them.
1: Now, let me ask you this there's a limit on if you make a certain amount, you cannot contribute to a Roth. Is that That's correct? Right. Okay. That's right. So, but you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so the income limit. So for in 2022, if you're married filing jointly, um, you can put uh, 20. If you if you make over if you make 204 thousand and under, then you can contribute the full amount to a Roth IRA. Uh, married filing separately, the government hates people who are married filing separately, so I won't even go there. Yeah, but if you're single, hel- single ahead of household, uh, it's like 129 thousand. If you make th- less than that then you can contribute the full amount. It starts to phase out after a certain point but if you're single if you make over 144,000 you can't contribute to directly into a Roth and if you're married filing jointly uh, I think it's like 214 if you make over 214 as a household right married okay. filing jointly you can't contribute directly to a Roth.
1: So you can't contribute but you can do a backdoor conversion. But you can do a backdoor conversion.
0: So essentially a backdoor conversion is you fund money into a traditional IRA. And then you just change that traditional IRA, you convert it from a traditional to a Roth, that conversion, you pay the taxes. uh, And and then now that account is now a Roth.
1: And now that that kind of leads us to our final story here. Uh, And that involves Peter Thiel. Could you share that story with us? Good old Peter Teal. Good old Peter Teal.
0: So Peter <laughs> uh, so Teal is a well, he was a former uh, co-founder of PayPal. Mm-hmm. And when PayPal, when no one knew who PayPal was, didn't know anything about PayPal, uh, he had a he had a Roth IRA. When I think at that point, this is like in 1999 or something of that sort, he had like two grand inside the Roth IRA. Well, he purchased shares of paypal for i believe it's like a hundredth of one cent and that those stocks grew to over three billion dollars in value good gracious he bought them for a, a, hun- <laughs> a, hundredth, a hundredth of a cent, of cent a, a share cent, a share a hundredth of a cent a share and and a f- in three years literally three years um those th- those shares turned into three billion dollars okay and then and and tw- at wow. the end of 2019 he had about five billion
1: dollars in his Roth IRA in his Roth a in five billion meaning <laughs> that that five billion dollars no taxes will be paid on that correct uh, zero taxes zero taxes Zero tax. Is that the story? Because I've heard a story of someone, and it's got to be him. That uh, it's getting a, it's really caught the attention of of many in Congress. Going, oh, well, let's take a look at this Roth thing here.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, have you heard that? Because, yeah, because right before you know, right before you asked me about Peter Thiel, you saw the income limits, right? And so these income limits have gone up slightly, you know, uh, every few years or so. But essentially, the government kind of puts limits on who. Can contribute to a directly into a Roth IRA, yeah. and one of the things is income, right? So even a married, following a couple of married, following jointly, we're not talking four hundred, five hundred, a million dollars. We're talking low two hundred thousand, right. right? Right. Which is barely middle class at this point, right? Yeah. Um, but we now you have Peter Thiel, who you know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Who has more money than some countries? He has
0: more <laughs> money than some countries, right? You he know, has Five billion dollars in a Roth IRA. And it, it's not as if he cheated the system. No, he did like it legitimately,
1: from what I understand. You know. Yeah, he was a
0: co-founder of a company and bought it, bought shares of the company for a a ridiculous low price. <laughs> at, and you know, three years later oh, this, my goodness. that company,
1: which he which he happened to co-found, was you know his shares were worth three billion. Well, I hope Roth's and I'm not suggesting they would go away, but I hope they don't because, they're, I mean, they're, they're, they're definitely good tools to have in your tool belt.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I think about it as education, right? And this is why we do this podcast it's to educate, right? And sometimes um, those with access are a little more educated in this, and not in a bad way, but you just have access. They yeah. have resources. They know the rules. Uh, they, know, they know what's out there. You don't know what you don't know exactly and so that's why we do this podcast is to educate so yeah i hope they don't get rid of it uh, i hope they don't ruin it i think it's Got a it. great powerful mm-hmm. tool uh if used correctly we, we talked about all the different ways you can use it in today's podcast mm-hmm. so again not saying that the roth the roth ira is great for everyone it was definitely great for Peter teal but it may not <laughs> it be great for if <laughs> it worked for him but i well, uh, just want to weigh it out right you could see the pros um uh, Uh, I laid out a lot of the pros. You can think about some cons, but uh, it's just options, right? And that's what planning is all about, is looking at the options that are available to you and seeing if they they play a role in your overall financial plan.
1: So good stuff, Mo. You keep us informed, and thank you. Thank you for doing that. I enjoyed this. Yeah, thank, me too. Yeah. I always enjoy it. I never knew what you're going to say, so I, I always enjoy it. Be sure to like and share, and thank you for being with us. And Mo is committed to continuing to provide this information on this show. And, you know, he said one thing, and I want to close with this. He said, Roth may or may not be right for everyone. You don't know until you meet with someone who does this and knows the strategies. So, again, the first step is to go to cloudvestors.com. Why not? Try it out. See what you think. They're great. They're a fiduciary firm, and they can be with you through your financial life. Thank you for joining us with Your Finances Untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts.